Quentin Coldwater, a grad student at Breakbills College for Magical Pedagogy, has been fascinated by the magical fantasy world since he was young. But as he's gotten older, Quentin and his 20-something friends have discovered that the magical world they read about as children is not only real, but poses dangers to humanity. While studying at the secret upstate New York school, the friends struggle to cope with the aftermath of a catastrophe that befalls the institution. This week on You've Never Seen That, The Magicians. You never seen that! Welcome back to another episode of the You've Never Seen That podcast. Hey. Yeah. I'm back. I was going to say, you're here. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Go on with you, the intro. you are still here. Well, for those of you who are new, thank you for tuning in. Uh, for those of you who are returning, thank you for being loyal listeners or watchers if you're looking at the YouTube. This is the show where two dudes watch a random episode of a popular television series that we've never seen before. And then we discuss the plot, the characters, and the fandom surrounding it. Who am I? I'm assuming a name is populating somewhere <laughs> around here. I am the Reverend Dr. Michael Haas Esquire. Oh, boy. Uh, as always, on this side of the table, is the, the sexy, sexy voice belongs to your boy, Bell. If you were listening or watching last week, I said I wasn't going to be here because I was broken by this you podcast. Broke. You broke. You. I, I reached a level where I thought, this, there's, I can't. It can't make any less there's, sense. There's nowhere to go from here. I, I've quit. Uh, I, I was, decided the magicians brought me back. It brought you back. I, you know, I was, I, to be completely honest, I was hoping you were going to show up this week with some fantastic story about how, like, you walked outside <laughs> and, like, a comet landed in front of you and, like, uh, a, like uh. a Fortnite llama came to life and rode off and you were just like, okay. And you, like, walked away because, like, it couldn't get weirder for you at that point. So you're like, oh, okay. You know, you would think that uh, for doing this for three plus years, the, yeah. pre the premise of watching a show out of context that we've never seen, we would be used to being confused, right? Yeah, I think that's really kind of the whole shtick here. And generally, we've seen, we watched... It's uh, really good-natured shticky. Uh, what's the one that Walking we watched? Dead? No, no, no. The other one. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Literally over 100. I, I, had, I had a 1 in 100 the chance. The one with the town Less than and, that. and everything is weird. I think it's in... Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I've got a weird energy today. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's great. I think it's playing really well. Okay. What so do you we, think, we, wa we watched Twin Peaks. Yes. And that is... in Not in, a boob joke. That is like... In its core, weird. Like that's yeah. what it's known. It was for, meant right? to be weird. Yeah, it was created to, to be weird. And and that was like two years ago. We watched that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, last week's episode of Legion just broke me. Yeah, I don't know um, why. And so for us to get another show that's also sort of based in a time weird, travel, weird mysticism show, mystic fantasy. I what? I, I it really captured the. <laughs> For the viewers and not the <laughs> listeners, they're really going to get a feel for what this show is about well, so, simply by watching you know, us. I, I was really hoping we would have gotten uh, young Sheldon. Too late. Oh, we've already watched that. Yep. We could have gotten young <laughs> just, Shelton. Just anything that was like 
just a, a palate cleanser, right? Like then, we forgot we put Property Brothers in there or something. You <laughs> <laughs> like pulled it out. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. Season I guess. two. Of Pro- <laughs> as we watch Property Brothers and it's weird as fuck. <laughs> we watch Property Brothers and one of the brothers like inhabits the other <laughs> and then traps him in a mine prison. <laughs> I've actually never seen Property Brothers. <laughs> All right, put it in the hat. I've seen every episode. Put it in the hat. I don't even care. Okay, but so you're gonna be really weirded out when they remodel that home for those two <laughs> women with man faces. Uh, we did it's a Legion reference. We did pull the uh, what? What network is this, by the way? Uh, what? I believe is this FX sci-fi? sci-fi? Sci-fi, yeah. I have a lot of questions about sci-fi. Anyway, we yeah. watched the sci-fi original series, The Magicians, season five. Is it why do they use the Y? Sci-fi. Yeah, S Y. Uh, season five, episode seven. I don't have the episode. Title. Uh, it's called Acting Dean. Acting Dean. Acting Dean. Um, season five is the most current season. I think it's the last season, um, isn't it? Or is it? Yeah, it's ended. It's over. This is the last season. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think, producer Josh, can you uh, take your headphones off? Do you think that yeah. he rigs the dice? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've been getting so many final season episodes um, of shows lately. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't know. I think he makes the dice. I think it, does it make for better? Team? Anyway, uh, producer Josh, you, you put, put your headphones put back those on. Cans put back put on cans there. Cans back on there. Yep. Um. So, do you rig the dice? <laughs> I don't think he does. I think he would have panicked. I think he does. I think he would have panicked. Uh, so season five is is carrying confirmation is is the show over? The show's over. Yep. So the, we the, got the thumbs up when I said that. Yep. Okay. So season five is the this is current, the last current and final season. Current and final season. So well, how how many episodes were in this season? Uh, you've got the IMDb be pulled up. Yeah, but I have our episode one pulled up. I don't know how many there are. So, uh, what do we got? Twelve. Twelve. Uh. 13. Season 5. Episode 13 is the last one. So So we're only five, six episodes away from the last. Does it. This doesn't. It doesn't feel like the end. Like a a final season. It doesn't feel like we're one season of Loki away from ending this show. (laughs) Uh, Well, why don't we do what we normally always do when we start? And let's let's briefly talk about our knowledge of this show. Okay. uh, Before jumping in. Yeah. Um, Do you want to start? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely can. I n- actually knew that this was based off of a young adult fantasy novel series. I don't know how closely it follows it. I just know that there is a The Magician's uh, fantasy series, kind uh, of similar to Her- Harry the, Potter the in the sense of... The fantasy series is based on a series of novels by Lev Grossman. Yes. He's a, he's a really popular young adult uh, and fantasy writer, and I, um, I knew th- I didn't know who it was, but I knew that. Uh, I didn't know that it was. Uh, There's your guy. You know, I'm not gonna lie. He looks exactly like I assumed him to look by his name. Um, you gave me his name and showed me the picture, and I, I would, I would win. Guess who in one fucking move? Does he look like he wrote a teenage fantasy series? Yeah, he does. Uh, click, click, it, click, yeah, click, is, click. It, is it Lex Grossman? Le- Lev Grossman? Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, no, I knew it was a young adult series. I didn't know that it, it kind of seems like it was like maybe like, um, uh, like in a, uh, not intentionally, but kind of like an American answer to Harry Potter. And I, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. But I'll let yeah you okay. No, I just, I knew that it was a young adult fantasy series. I knew that. So I had 
almost absolutely no knowledge at all of what this show was other than hearing the name the magicians a yeah. lot um it is all streaming on netflix so you know sometimes when you're just browsing netflix and what to watch like it shows up and you're like I'll recommended just, I'll or breeze right past it yeah yep um, I think we mentioned the last episode of the podcast. Uh, producer Josh's wife is a is a big fan of this show. Yeah. Um, she also is a big fan of Harry Potter, which kind of makes sense. Uh, question in the back. Uh, not you. a question, just an update. Oh, not you, the one behind you. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, we are doing a live studio audience. Yeah. So let me uh, let me bring the mic back to this person. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yes. I just provided some <laughs> walking sound. <laughs> I was just about for, to do this but that, anyone watching the YouTube is be like, hey, wait a minute. So, yes, uh, clarification. Uh, I talked to producer Josh over there. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his wife couldn't get in, into the final season. Oh, okay. She was oh, a big fan. That's actually pretty And then leading up to the final season, she just could not continue watching it. So let me get this straight. Person who conferred with <laughs> producer Josh, who isn't producer Josh, even though he sounds exactly like producer Josh. Right, right, right. Producer Josh, this might be easier if you just hand this the microphone a, back. I, just hand the here, microphone let, back. To let me clarify what's happening. Yeah, yes. That's producer Josh. Over, yes. The person that just asked is actually producer Josh 17. Yeah. That's a joke people <laughs> don't get yet. <laughs> That's a reference people you understand in about 30 minutes. You know what's funny, though, is if there's any time travelers in it, we are legion. <laughs> if there's any time travelers <laughs> watching, they'll get that. Uh, uh, no, I can see, I can see that. Uh, I do. Producer Josh uh, seventeen. I would be uh, I would be really interested to see uh, if your wife thought that like maybe they crammed too much in or got away from the story too much in in seasons uh, five because it does kind of seem like they were jumping sharks in this episode. So okay, so I I didn't know anything about the show other than that it existed. Yeah. Um. I, there's been chatter. I think it is generally pretty popular. I don't know. Yeah. If Josh, uh, if you want to pull, pull up. back up the thermometer, I think it had 91%. Because because the 91% on the thermometer is pretty good. Will 73 you, audience score. That's just Josh's wife downvoting <laughs> the final season. Will you look up like like the the either the streaming numbers or, or like the actual numbers of of who watched? Um. I think like Nielsen rating might have that. Um. Does but the Nielsen I, rating work for streaming? I don't know, actually. It's all digital, so you'd think a computer could do it. They were essentially just giving people <laughs> computers to put in their homes. But but so I, I knew that there's there are people out there, hopefully watching or listening, that actually like the show, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was on sci-fi. I, I now have a bunch of questions about sci-fi. Yeah. So when did the line of, like premium cable and regular cable kind of blend because now we have you're like, talking you're talking about how like there's like it used AMC. to be like yeah people wouldn't buy like amc history channel here's what i'm getting at yeah amc sci-fi uh what's the other one fxx like you can just swear now oh yeah i thought sci-fi was a regular basic cable. i, I think sci-fi then, is, i think sci-fi is not and then yeah. in the in the, the this episode like pretty early on we get a big old f bomb and I was you like you know Whoa. what it, it, it literally actually right away the first thing that happens in the show but um I think what happened was there was a harmonic convergence in the cable companies <laughs> that's a joke you understand they, in twenty six minutes it's stupid but in a in the best way um. I think it happened around the time that History Channel stopped showing history shows. So, it, it, you it, can watch Finding Bigfoot on the History Channel now. Like, I don't think 
It is a. Uh, There's some Yahoo at the History Channel who's like, but history is happening now. So when when we do get that Finding first Bigfoot, when we do get that first f bomb, yeah, it sets up the show to be a lot more dark than I thought. Oh, really? A little more violent than I thought. Okay. I th- for some, and this is based off of. You didn't know that this was a young adult series, did you? No. Oh, okay. This is also based off of nothing. I thought this was going to be like a TV fourteen. <laughs> Like a TV fourteen gotcha. fun playful we're magicians. Like, I can't I can't help but think I can't help but find it funny that I had knowledge of this being a young adult series, and when they dropped the f bomb, it just seemed like they were trying too hard to be cool kids. Like, I have, like you know when you're a kid and you you swear unnecessarily when you're like, hey, give me the Jello. I said, give me the fucking Jello. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's that, what it that's, that's your, what it felt like. That's your example sentence. That's my example. Um, there's a lot of jello magic in this episode it's a joke people will get never because that doesn't happen before oh boy before we dive into the characters sure oh wait we need to talk about who who this is for yeah before we do that even sure okay I have so many questions just about the show in general yeah okay Um, I don't have answers but let me see if I can make it up uh, we found out in the pre-roll that this takes place in New York upstate New York but also many different worlds okay I had questions about when and where they, because there are moments where, first of all, these ma- magicians seem to be all a thousand years old. Yeah, I think that's pretty common in magical um, terms. But there are moments where, like, it seem it actually does seem like they're just like in upstate New York. There's there's a yeah, part yeah, where yeah, two yeah. two of the women are having a conversation, and they it sounds like it looks like I'm watching an episode of Insecure the way they're talking, right? Yeah, and then it cuts to an, uh, a scene where. Um, they're talking to the king, and it feels like we're in like high Rothgar. Yeah, that's a, a that's a completely different world. But it's like all of a sudden they have British accents, and they're talking about getting the gold Wait, from I'm, the fairy. And I'm, I'm like, confused. What king was in high Rothgar? It I was don't just know. The Greybeards <laughs> teaching you your thum. I don't know why that was my reference. But, <laughs> but it's I, like, like literally any other I, <laughs> hold would have worked because they were in a period of civil war. So like any of the Jarls could have uh, been let me, king. Let me guess. So. You're a storm cloak. Yeah, no, yeah, I think I was. Yeah, I think I was. Yeah. One of my many playthroughs. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, I suppose you would be an imperialist. (laughs) Anyway, my point is throughout this. Make Cyrodiil great again. (laughs) That's a Skyrim joke that was like a decade in the making. This entire episode, I was like, when and where are we? Okay, I think this is how it shakes down. Time and space don't matter because it's a fantasy series. True. So I think because we find out that there are different planets, different universes, different planets, different, different universes, different times, I different timelines, even. Okay, it's a multiverse scenario. Here is my second point. Yeah, there are <laughs> there are pop culture references throughout this episode sprinkled everywhere. Yeah, we get Gilmore Girls. Yep, the Shield. The Shield. The Shield one was great. The Shield. We get. We even get the the Nuremberg trials. Yeah, like yeah. When are we in this show? I think all <laughs> I was of the so characters. Confused. I think what it is is all of the characters exist in what you can call "quote unquote" modern times, like to like twenty, the twenty, almost twenty twenties, sure, late twenty tens. I think that's uh, pre-COVID. <laughs> we yes, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the magicians solve COVID like that was season <laughs> six, and then they scrapped the. <laughs> They scrapped it when they were like, ah, oh, budget's getting tight oh, with COVID. So, no, um, I think the, the, the story t- 
takes place in modern times. However, since they are magic, they can go anywhere, anytime. And they just happen to go to a universe of magic where it basically is 16th century England. So, so, so this school in New York teaches magic. Yeah, Hogwarts. Uh, the the magical peda pedagog. I learned a new word. Today. Pedagogy. Pedagogy. Um, it means. <laughs> <laughs> seeing producer Josh shake his head. It just it just means to study. You don't we don't need to put it up there. Get it get it out of here. Get it out of there. We don't need it. Um so my there my I what was my point? My point You learned a new word. Okay. D does We this, don't know when it takes place. Does this school teach magic in yeah. New York? Yes. And does it like shield itself from like yeah. regular Muggles. Muggles. I can't say that. M Muggles. We can't say that here. Whatever you want to call it. I'm pretty sure in the magician's world they're called gummels. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, like, do they pra practice this in private? Um, I think... I'm asking I would you imagine. as if you've watched more and have more context. I was gonna, I, I was going to lead with the I imagine, because the truth is I have no fucking clue. <laughs> oh, boy. I imagine that the magicians eh, uh -huh. are completely separated from... Based on the pre-roll, it sounds like, like I don't think I don't think they're gonna walk through downtown New York, and there will be like an Ariana Grande billboard behind them, and they'll be like, "Man, have you heard that new song, 24K Magic?" <laughs> there's an episode where there's they're walking through Times Square, and Carson Daly's counting down the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> but since time and space don't matter, they round a corner, and then Carson Daly's counting down the top ten music videos of the day. <laughs> Oh. oh no, we've entered Carson 17 <laughs> timeline. You'll understand that in <laughs> 18 minutes. <laughs> anyway, so I, that the the, the pre-roll makes it sound like this Quentin guy, who by the way, we don't even Not see even in, in our episode. episode. Not even in our episode. A guy named Quentin goes, "Hey, that school looks cool." Stumbles into the school and ends up learning magic, magic. exists. Yeah. I think it sounds like, uh, to be completely honest, yeah, I think you're right. This is the final season of the show. I, so. I have to imagine there is a snake scenario, like in Harry Potter, where they're like, wait, I'm a magician? <laughs> like, I, yeah, it, it's got to happen. It just has to happen. Well, let's let's talk about the audience of this show. Who it's for? Um, I feel like this is a show, and again... If this is your first time watching or listening to the podcast, this is what we do. We make wild assumptions based on the one episode we've seen without any oh. context at all. You weren't going to say it? What? You weren't going to say we make... <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going to say it? I mean, I, well, I was literally ready to start I mean, counting can, it off. You and can I was, say No, no, no. We don't have to. I mean... I feel like this show doesn't know what it wants to be. So you're saying you had trouble with the plot? The characters? <laughs> and the fans <laughs> We've been doing it long enough that you got to the joke before I could get to the joke. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. No, 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 not the plot. Sure, the plot was fine. I just think that it As was a like whole? it was like we're fantasy. Just kidding, we're a comedy. Just kidding, we're a murder. Just kidding, and it was like every. I would argue that what you it didn't know what it was. I would argue that what you've just described is young adult fiction, though. I I was never a young adult reader no neither was i but i mean like i uh, think about all the things that are based off of it like twilight hunger games this was 
the mysticism and playfulness of early Harry Potter with like the darkness and grit of Game of Thrones with like I would say it's the darkness and grit of Hunger Games. I'd say those are two very different grits. <laughs> like if so here's the thing, here's the thing. We do see someone explode, spoilers, but right, right. I think if if they had gone in and Mur- like I know they talk about genocide, but if they had <laughs> murdered all of the fairy people, I, just, I, I would say that that's like a Game of Thrones that, level grit. There are parts of the show that are like very light and playful and yeah. cute, and then there are parts that are like incredibly dark and and like wildly just like mind blowing. Yeah, and then there are parts that are like we're mystery now, and then yeah, there, and then there are parts that are like your normal sitcom punchline one two yeah. jokes, and it's like wh- the, this episode at least didn't know what it wanted to be. So I, only seeing one episode, I can't help but think that the entirety of the show doesn't know what it wants to be. Um, If you had to place this show in a single category. Sure. Even a subcategory, what would you say? I would have to call it fantasy. I don't... I mean, in essence, yes. I don't necessarily agree with calling it strictly fantasy, for the reasons you've said, I agree with all that. However, I think by the fact that they are magicians, right, it kind of has and, to be and fantasy. And it, it takes place in the you know, and they go back and they deal with they deal with elves and different worlds, and like I think that by definition has to be fantasy. But I think there's a huge like there's a far cry from what. So you're you're not a huge fantasy nerd, are you? Um, yes and no. Because I, I am a huge fantasy nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I know you can recite all of the Lord of the Rings books oh God, from yeah. the start. <laughs> oh, yeah, from start to finish. You, you might as, if I hit record, you could just be the Which, audio book. Yeah, by the way, if you guys want to watch my, <laughs> what would it would be like 40 hours long. Um, no, so like Lord of the Rings is a great example because that's considered high fantasy, where right. it's an entire world built specifically for the story. This is not. This is what you I would call like low fantasy or like just like regular fantasy, where it still has the fantastic elements, magic, fairies, potions, wizarding schools with the little wizard boy. Um, so I don't. I mean, I would lump it in as fantasy, even though I don't feel good about it. I uh, yes, producer Josh. Question in the back. Yeah. Quick. Oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> producer Josh, it was the guy behind you. Can you oh, hand him sorry. the microphone? Uh, sir. Here you go. You got it? Thank you. And and what is your name? <laughs> yeah, hi. So, quick clarification. <laughs> we didn't get the name? You went, We don't got the... Okay. Producer Josh, uh, 20. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, it's About, okay, here about we go. 12 minutes till you understand that joke. <laughs> Producer Josh sent me a text with uh-huh. an update <laughs> that he remembered that his wife <laughs> couldn't get into season four because that's when the show surpassed the books. Oh, see, that oh. makes sense. That makes sense. That actually fills that's, in a lot of holes. That's what I was saying is I wonder if producer Josh's wife, because they, they feels like they're jumping the shark in this classic season. game of Thrones scenario. Yeah. And it seems like that in this season where it's like, that they're is, like that makes, there's literally, there's literally a moment in our episode where they're like, wait a minute. I've seen that device before. It's the timey wimey device. And then David Tennant appears and they have to pay a <laughs> shit ton of money to doctor who and royalties. Like they jump the shark. So, so knowing that this show is not... They don't actually make a Doctor Who reference. I no, realize no, that no. people who don't also um, have context don't realize that. Knowing that the show is not like a TV-14 playful fun show... Sure. Right? Who, who is the audience? I who, think who this, is this, is for, for? this is for the classic young adult, and I'm going to call that, I don't know, 15 to 25? 
Do you think the added violence 15 added to 30? added violence added profanity yada yada like is an attempt to like make it edgier for like yeah. an older audience or do you think that stuff is actually included in the books as well? I think that stuff is probably included in the books. I think this show in particular and probably now with the later seasons knowing what we know now there was a there was a really really good high fantasy series called The Legend of Shannara. It was originally three books and it was really good. Okay. It then went on to be like 20 some books and you could tell that the author Terry Brooks by the later ones he was just like kill me now please kill me. Like please <laughs> like please stop making me do this. Um, and then when John Favreau adapted it to MTV, you could tell there was an MTV executive who was like, "All right, yeah, yeah, oh great, elves, <laughs> but sexy. Oh yeah, yeah, all right, period, period style clothing. All right, but tits. Like oh. you could tell that like someone like it originally started as just like three books. They were great fantasy. It was just meant to be that. And then by the time it got to a television series, like too many hands had touched it, and it was not good. I think that's probably exactly what happened. I here. just have no context on what this is supposed to be, so yeah. I can't make any critiques. I on... have heard I have heard really good things about the books, so I had higher expectations for the I, show. But I am, now things are starting uh, to make sense. I'm no longer a young adult. That's true. So you're just a regular young. Reg <laughs> What's up, Josh? Young, yeah, boy, Bell. <laughs> Quick interjection, because I'm look. I was looking up the age uh, demo, Michael Adult, and uh, I found that. Uh, I didn't know about this. this IMDb. This is the OG. Uh, yes, this is me. Josh, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a number. Mm. <laughs> IMDb has a parental guide page okay. yeah. for the magicians, and apparently people just list sexual things that they saw in, sh in the episodes, like girl slaps another girl's <laughs> butt. Deep oh. cleavage is shown. Deep cleavage is shown. <laughs> two okay. books having sex, but is considered more comical than anything. Oh, I mean, two man. books having sex, that's pretty comical. A female dress into a bikini in front of a bisexual <laughs> guy. That one I love. <laughs> a female dress into a bikini. What? What is this? The, uh, IMDb. Parents, Parents Guide for the Magicians on IMDb. Oh, Apparently is. this is a thing. So you can like go into any show and like people will post <laughs> their comments about what they think makes it a rating? Yeah, so you can jump to our, the <laughs> section, sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, the, fighting what, and what, intense scenes. Just, just so I know, what category has the highest uh, the, star rating? The par the parents sex and nudity sex and nudity good that for has the show. most like entries yeah good the, for the, the show. parents that are um concerned male and, and female kiss each other male and female kiss each other dear God those are the worst parents yeah. what are, oh, what yeah, are your kids yeah. supposed to watch Bluey <laughs> love that show <laughs> Bluey <laughs> anyway sorry I, can we stop watching Blues Clues and come do your SAT prep <laughs> um. I, it's a joke I, about a 16-year-old watching Blue's Clues. I agree with you on the audience. I think it is kind sure. of a later teen, early 20s. I yeah. feel like it maybe, maybe skews female. I think by the time people our age in their 30s get to a show like this, like we kind of either have to be open to this premise or we have to have read the books to really enjoy something like this and lean into it. But I could see how if I were like, 17 and i read this i'd probably be like uh oh, neat there, there i mean there are elements of this that's like those cool books, there's those, there's a couple those, of things those. that happen that are like interesting and i'm yeah. like there, there are nuggets that i'm like i could picture myself reading this as a book and be like yeah okay this is cool yeah um 
do you want to dive into the characters quick? We absolutely um, can. This was one of the first times in a while we've had a decently extensive character list. Yeah. Um, in, I, in terms of, I, if you ask me who the protagonist was of this show, I couldn't give you an answer. Apparently, it's a dude named Quentin, and we had so, no idea. <laughs> so, something we normally do on this podcast is um, we, we tend to break the episode down by subplots, right? Yeah. And this was one of the most, like, segmented ABC like there was not really much overlap. It was like this group is doing this, this group is doing this, this group is doing this. Yeah. Normally that happens and there's a little bit of overlap. Sometimes some of the subplots are more important than the others. This episode literally felt like there were three things happening at the same time and they're all equally important. I don't know if you got that vibe or if you agree, but like the character list is split up in I think three subplots. Oh my goodness. Here's something that I didn't know. Okay. Um, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers all around. Okay, Quentin, no, you put the headphones back on because I'm. Still, why can I still hear you? Because because you have ears. You still have ear. Just because you take the headphones off doesn't mean you don't have ears. Yeah. Now you. Yep. No. You. Right. No. Okay. Spoilers. I, Quentin is dead. D- I mean. That they doesn't, kill him that in doesn't season, mean anything ki- to me because they I've kill never him seen in season, the show. They kill him in season four. Yeah, but you talk about like, Quentin had lived a life wanting to be met and now he's dead. That might be why it seems like season five doesn't have a, it's really a, 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 it's, a it's a Zach Braffless Scrubs is what we watched. Oh, wow. You think that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Wow. That, that is quite easily the most uh a brilliant <laughs> comparison to a show uh yeah i think that's because wh- I technically think that's why... se- scrubs went nine seasons but yeah. season nine doesn't really count yeah so do, are we are we to think that season five of the magicians doesn't, doesn't really, really count? count i think so i think that's where we're at if you are a fan of the show and you've watched the magicians and you are uh you know everything about it leave us some comments and tell us what season five is yeah because to me it seems like they're just grasping at straws now that i know that the main character from the pre-roll is supposed to be quentin and now that i know that he's dead in season five that's um that's you know it's almost as if (laughs) (laughs) like look at this this is a (laughs) here's a there's an entire article is the magician season five pointless in a post-quentin world (laughs) (laughs) who the fuck is quentin who the fuck is quentin Okay, let's let's dive through the characters that we do meet. The characters we know, yeah. Um, do you want to just go kind of? De- yeah, because normally we break it up by like plot, and we see like these characters are with this plot, and these characters are with this plot. But it kind of overlaps. Let's, there's a little bit of overlap, but I feel like it is pretty segmented into like these people do this, these people do this. Yeah. Let's just go through the list, and then. Um, well, let's just let's just for the for the sake of the plot, there's there's really only an A plot and a B plot. The A plot is. At Breakbill, the school, right, and it's it's the troubles of Breakbill, uh-huh. and then there's this magical world called Fairly. I wrote it down I and then I, I promptly <laughs> forgot it, which is that's you know that's on you know that's Fillery. on Fillery. Fillery. Fillery, not Fillery. Fillery. Okay, so <laughs> um, you have the school, right. And then you have the magical world of Fillory. Right. And that really determines, like, what characters you're going to see. Yeah, those are kind of the two breaks of yeah. characters. Um, the let's first start person. With, let's I, start with the school. Let's start with Breakbill. 
Uh, sure. So we have a woman named Julia. Yeah. Um, Julia, Julia and Wicker. Julia and Penny. Yes. Not Penny or pa- Benny. Benny. Yeah. Penny. What, what, what Penny say? is not a word. I meant to say Benny. Benny and is. Oh boy. Isn't it William Penny Adiote is the character name and Julia um, Wicker. They are a couple. They're a couple. Uh, he is like this. I believe the new dean. Uh, he okay. okay. So it sounds like he's kind of wow. We're just making all the all of the uh, Harry Potter references we possibly can. Sure. He seems like he's their defense against the dark arts teacher. <laughs> you know how like no one ever like ever is always yeah, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. new. I think they within like the last couple episodes he just like became one of the teachers just cause. Yeah. Kind of a real like Gilderoy Lockhart situation. Um, so we have those two. They're a couple because um, he's from a different timeline. For, for yeah, the record, we, we find that out at our, the end. Our Benny is from a different timeline. Pe- Penny. What did I say? Penny. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Penny. Um. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. So hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Benny. That is. <laughs> Hopefully, you understood that reference. If no. you just saw what happened. You, um, what? No. What? We then also we lost. We lost video. We, we, what, we, what do we? What do we do? What happened? We're good. I'm just tired of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I thought there was like some big technical. <laughs> it's just a stupid. Um, that was Gravity Falls. So that was that was what like our second video episode. Julia and Penny. We then also have. Oh, you um, know what? We didn't address at all, ever. Oh. The fact that this all looks better. Oh yeah, it looks better. It looks better, guys. <laughs> if you're listening or watching, it looks better. You should be watching. You should be watching. You really should be um, watching. Go on YouTube and because, search. You've never seen that podcast, and then tell everyone. Because then you can see cool things like this. Um, I don't know. Just some cool. Ah, crap. Not this again. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> I panicked within two seconds. And it's really That's why I let you do it, because I didn't know. I, I, just, I, really I, I set you up. <laughs> Holy shit, this I podcast is so stupid. I could have done anything. I could have The Magicians. We had um, <laughs> Julia and Peony. Julia and Peony. <laughs> we have a guy named Henry Fogg. He is the headmaster of the school. Henry Fogg is basically Morpheus slash Captain Holt. <laughs> yes, and I would have thrown in a tiny bit. I would have thrown in a dash because <laughs> we have crazy you know how we have we so we have uh, we have fog seventeen yeah 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 uh, sprinkle in a little Giancarlo Esposito a little bit but it's it's Morpheus because he's like all knowing he's kind of like yeah the, he's the go to guy yeah he, yeah he yeah. like built the security system he has all this knowledge yeah but it's Captain Holt because he's very like straight face deadpan monotone yeah. deadpan speaks in a very like straightforward manner and I'm like this is Captain Holt. Slash Morpheus. I'm going to tell you this. You could switch him out with either of those actors, and I would have the same experience. Although, seeing, seeing like, actor Adrian... Or, uh, a, a, Adrian... A, a, who are you talking Adrian, about? Adrian... What's his name? The guy that plays Captain Holt? Oh, yeah. I was just... Anyway, seeing... Hearing him say a bad word would throw everything off for me. Haven't you seen the episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine where he swears? Yeah, but they bleep it. Hey, What's no. his name? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we so we have those three. Um, we can talk a little bit about Todd. Todd is oh, <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> Todd is the episode description is Todd sings a song. Andre Brower, that's his name. What did I say? Uh, Adrian. Adrian. Andre Brower. The episode description is 
Todd sings a song. Margot gives a foot bath. Oh, that makes sense to me now. Okay. I have notes. We'll get to it. Sure. Amazing. Uh, Todd is, I think, a younger... I think he's a student. A younger student. He's not like a TA? He's he's very nervous, very, like, wiry, just, like, super young. Um, We have a guy named... Hamish, who is the school's botanist. Well, he he shows up. He shows he's up. added he, he's, in our he's episode. New. He's new in our episode. Um, his storyline goes hand in hand with a woman named Alice Quinn. She's kind of your blonde Hermione Granger. She's a know-it-all. She's very she's smart. She's a sexy Hermione Granger. <laughs> Not that I just. She she's the Hermione <laughs> character, but they they give that character they I'm give Alice let, so much sex appeal. I'm gonna let you sit in that one. It's a thing, not that. Okay, you know what? Let's just. She's not a student. She's a random magician. Sure, she's maybe not a, a teacher. She's I don't know. Not, she's I not thought a she was. I'm thinking how to impl- apply like a giant like canceled stamp right <laughs> over <laughs> you. Boom. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, no, I don't think she's a student because she seems to be like in cahoots with. Uh, Benny and Julia. Yeah. Um, we Penny. We also meet um, <laughs> Professor Corbin very, very quickly. She's one of the professors at the school. Yeah. She's only in the very beginning. And then we meet another guy named Rafe, who is kind of a... He's kind of the one... He's one of the characters that kind of falls in the in-between. Right, yeah. Um, he's another nervous guy that works closely with Alice and Elliot. We could talk a little bit about Elliot and that whole storyline. Yeah, and we saw, we saw Rafe... In the previously on, in one world, and then in our episode, we saw him completely in the other world. Right. Um, So those are the people that are kind of on, we'll call that on campus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're dealing with the ongoing life. life. We have another storyline that involves, this is where we get into like the Game of Thrones-y parts, right? So this is in a different, it's in a completely different world called Farrelly? Is it in a different world, though? Yeah. Yes. They mentioned that it's a different world. When? Um, Where was I? So when they talk about the harmonic convergence that they like <laughs> saved the universe, they talk they about moved like the moon. They moved the moon, and they're like, "Well, we saved it for us, but we didn't save it for everyone." And he's like, "He's like, oh, jumping from what? I don't know why now he's I talking like I that." Don't but know. It, it, they, he says jumping from one apocalypse to the next because fairly is. It, it, can you look that up? Uh, Fillery, Fillery. That plays into is Fillery a different world? A magical world led uh, by the twin god. E, what does that say? Uh, Ember. Ember and Umber. And umber. <laughs> okay, that's... Fillory uh, and Further. Okay, yeah. Those are... That's one of the books. Fillory and Further. Oh, okay. So it's like a crossover type thing. Um. So we meet Elliot. Elliot is... Uh, I wrote my notes, emo eyeliner. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. got greasy hair. He yep. looks like he has eyeliner. He's very emo. He does seem like he's, he's like a good... He does seem like he's like a neutral good character, though. But he's very, very like emo attitude yeah super emo i didn't um, take him for emo i thought he was on his way to like a kmfdm concert <laughs> <laughs> so anyway what do you uh out of 10 you i would say magician <laughs> season five episode seven david wages war <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, but what if they jump to Fillory and then David just shows up and just kills everyone? Just kills everyone. We are all over the place. Okay, uh, we also we all, in that let's same, talk about so so real quick. Rafe yeah. only appears to. Why did I just forget his name? The now? Dark King, Elliot. No, Elliot. only Elliot. Emo Elliot. Emo Elliot sees Rafe. Yep. Rafe is in his head, kind of like a Legion situation. Um, Rafe is not the one that's in his head. 
Charlton is the one that's in Oh, this shit, you're right. It is Charlton. Um, yeah. Charlton is, I think, Elliot's friend. I think he's dead. What? Yeah, I think he's dead. I think it's a real... I think it's a real Paul Bettany and Beautiful Mind, which I gotta, t- I gotta <laughs> tell you about something. Turns out, Constantine and Legion, two different things. One movie, Legion, Paul Bettany, not even Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was way wrong. Constantine is Keanu Reeves. Yeah, seventeen-year-old me like got it in Le- their mind Le- that Legion. Legion is Paul yeah, we got, got it in their mind that Legion was a sequel, and they like lived there. We're not living forever. in the past, okay? Yeah, Le- we're gonna leave Legion. We're gonna leave Legion behind. <laughs> That was me throwing Legion. See, producer Josh always gets mad at me for making him do unnecessary graphics, but it's because he's watching me. He doesn't see you do that shit you just um, did. He just did something. We, we, I'm telling on him. Uh, there's a guy named the Dark King. The Dark King is... Sean McGuire? The King. Yeah, he's the King. Fillory? Of Fillory. I don't think he was always the Dark King. I think we figure out in our episode that he is the Dark King. Um, there's another man named uh, Bick Pickwick. Bick Pickwick is a dick. Yeah, 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 he's kind of an asshole. Um, he runs some sort of tournament. Um, he seems to be working very closely with the king. Oh, but he's also you know why? Like you know why shithead. I said? You know why I said Sean McGuire looks so similar? Oh boy, he was in a show we watched called Once Upon a Time, where he played oh, Robin Hood. Wow, we did watch that, didn't we? Yes, and he was in that, and you that's can why find I'm that like, in the back catalog wherever you listen to podcasts. That's why I was um, like, he looks familiar. We also get a handful of people that I would say belong to kind of a third storyline, which is the fairies. Um, yeah, that kind of technically all falls in line with the. Uh, so we have we have Margot, who is um, part of. She's kind of like the liaison between the fairies and the militia. Would you even call them a militia? Probably. Oh my God! Charlton is a former host of Nameless and the boyfriend of Elliot. Oh yeah, okay. So that's why they're like, I yeah. But also, but also, only Elliot can see Charlton, where he was killed by while using. Oh, where he this was killed. Show, there we go. This yeah. show is just okay. Margot was the liaison between the two groups. Fen is using a god-killing bullet. What the hell? Fen is uh, another character we meet who is not a fairy but works with the fairies. She, her- yes. she herself is not a fairy. Yes. But she is part of the fairy group. So the reason why we think people live forever is because at one point Margot was High King before the right, Dark right, right. King is High King. Yeah. And she apparently establishes a pretty good relationship with the fairies. Um, but then she kind of fucks off for hundreds of years, I yeah. guess. And then comes back. And then comes back. And when she comes back, Fen is living among the fairies. And is kind of, Fen is like, yeah, they actually don't like you anymore. Cause... We meet Rowan, who is one of... She seems to be the leader of the fairies. In the previous round, we get a scene where Wait, she's like... Wait, is Fen the leader of the fairies and Rowan is the liaison? I think it's that way. Did I say that backwards? I think we said it backwards, yeah. Oh, okay. Fen is the leader of the fairies. Um... We see in the previously on, I guess we can dive into the plot now. Um, we see in the previously on that they've captured a crate full of fairies. Yeah. In the very beginning. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. Now I understand. Yeah. Um, a lot happens in this episode. Um, there is a whole bunch of characters and there's generally only two, two and a half storylines, but yeah. a lot happens. Um, I want to say this. The episode of the the, the the title of the episode is Todd sings a song, Rowan gives a foot. Bath. That's the description, not the, title. the 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 description. Of the, the title is acting Dean. In the first minute of yeah. this show, yep, we are introduced to a character named Todd, 
and he begins to sing a song. Yeah, it happens right away. I paused and I threw my hands in the air as if I don't care because I was so jazzed. I was like, <laughs> the thing that they said was going to happen happens. happened right away. It happens right away. Todd sings a song. Rowan gives a foot bath. Yeah. A minute in, Todd's like, I'm singing a song. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, they did it. So the song is a coded message from Pigman? A Pigman. Pigman. Pigman is a character that we are, are t- We see him in the previously on and that's it. We we are to- we are told We're told about he's him. from Fairly. We've never we Fillery? never see him. Fillery. Fuck now I keep messing okay, up. Okay. So I in my notes I actually wrote down is Fillery a place or a person? And now I realize it is it's a place. place. So do y- I was a little lost with this whole song. Yeah. And the Pigman story. The right. Pigman story is kind of overlapping from the previous episode, but then we kind of lose it in this episode. All right, so I'm going to hit you with I'm going to hit you with a big view. Sure. And then we can go we can go down. Um so there are these bad creatures called the Takers. Okay. The Takers. Sure. They're going to destroy everything. The fairy people know about them. The Dark King, we don't know who that is. We don't we don't now, but in the previous right, episode right, right, we right. don't. The Dark King is in charge of the Takers. Right. So, we we know that that's happening in Fillory. Okay. On Earth, at Breakbill, none of this shit matters. Okay. They are, they fixed some harmonic convergence right. thing. They, they that. did that. Okay. So, they don't give a shit about what's happening in Fillory. However, for some reason, a pig man gets <laughs> sent to Breakbill... So, and the pig man warns them of the takers and the dark king. So Julia seems to be kind of an all-time fixer. And her storyline yeah. is basically like whenever there is a world If there disaster, is a problem, yo, she'll solve it. Sh- yep. Check out the hook while the pig man revolves it. The magicians. What are we, what are hey, what's I? that? What am I supposed to do with <laughs> nothing? You nothing. <laughs> Keep going. Um, Charlton's back, baby. So <laughs> the 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 kind of main story with the the campus story is that the school is on lockdown. Magic doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. Well, so they did the harmonic convergence thing, which saved Earth. I think, but it but in doing so, it they threw messed off. up. They they moved they the up, moon they and now the moon things and are not aligned and now you can't do magic correctly because things go crazy. Yeah, I don't know if it was a setup or if there's actually a lore here, but my my only favorite part of the show was when um oh what's her name uh, boobjician um sexy Alice Alice yeah there we go sexy library <laughs> um Alice she says that magic oh. doesn't work unless you try casting a spell uh like. Pleiades is six de- or ten degrees lower or six degrees north. Right, right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like an astrological, like star chart based magic system. And I was like, that would be cool if it's actually fleshed out. But they might just also be giving the sexy blonde something to say. <laughs> so I don't know. I really don't know. Um. So the entire kind of on campus storyline is based on trying to figure out why. A, why the school is on lockdown, and then how they can fix the magic. magic. How you? Um, and so within that storyline, there's kind of two, which is um, Alice and Hamish. Yeah. And then... Alice and Hamish meet each other in a, a mini bottle episode. And then Julia and... Benny. Be- Penny. Beanie. Beanie. Um, 
the two of them are trying to figure out their love life oh. in, in the context oh, of this. No. Right? So let's talk a little bit about the twist that happens sure. in this. So we we find out that uh, Morpheus, uh, fog. fog, is not Fog. He is Fog, but he's Fog. He's a different different timeline. He's Fog 17. 17. Hey, they only had to wait 47 minutes to get that joke. (laughs) We were were a little off on our estimates. We're sorry about that, but we got here. We find out that there are dozens and dozens and dozens of parallel universes, each of which having their own Uh, set of people. Set of people and storylines and yada yada. Real real quick. Parallel universe does. Do you think there's a parallel universe where we're still doing this show? It's a different podcast where it's all shows we have seen. <laughs> That's the difference. And we, they watch, they they roll. A dice, and that's the episode they don't watch. And then they try to they figure watch. out what happens in that episode by watching every other episode. <laughs> they watch a full series of a TV show they have seen before and then discuss. Welcome back to the You've Never Seen That 17 podcast, the show where two dudes watch every single episode of a popular television series but one, and then we use the plot, the characters, and the fandom surrounding it to deduce what the fuck happened in that episode. Holy there it shit. is. <laughs> You've never seen that 17. Oh, it's me, the Dr. Bell. <laughs> and it's your boy, Haas. <laughs> I hate this. Wow. That felt weird as it hell. It did. Ugh. I, I, felt like like, I, was, I felt like I was in your body yeah, for a minute. Like, oh, no, is this happening again? Oh, boy. So we find out that um, Fog placed a... Uh, magical ward yeah. over the school, yes, which is all fake. Yeah, no, 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 it's not fake. It's, it's just, real. It's real. But it's all part of the plan. Yes. Right? So Fog Seventeen, I am assuming there are actual wards in place protecting the school. Fog Seventeen just uses them to essentially take over fascist his, control. His of plan is to use Todd to get Cinnabar, which is some. It's a type of substance. Some type used of in, uh, magic spice or something. I think it's a magic spice. Yeah, basically, he, right. he pours cinnamon on a clock. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yep, it's cinnabar, but he pours it on a clock, and that's supposed to disrupt the oh, timeline. Oh, cinnabon, cinnabon. <laughs> he eats so much cinnabon, he goes into a diabetic coma and wakes so up the, in a the different. Whole, the whole thing is he he set up this whole thing to essentially get his wife back in a different timeline. No, his daughter. His daughter. Yeah, that's what I mean. So 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 Fog Seventeen comes from like the apocalypse. He's like the Terminator. He's the John Connor Fog. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. Sarah Connor Fog. He anyway, he's a Connor Fog from the Terminator universe. And he is sending himself to this universe to try and take all of the magicians and the Breakbill School and move it into his timeline so that he can save his daughter. So when we find out that there is a second set of characters, we find that out in the most amazing way. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, The school is on lockdown. There's a magical ward protecting it. The ward is a security system set up by Fog, who we think is real Fog. The real Fog. Yeah. And there are... At this time, we only suspect he's different. There are... uh, Also, Todd and Fog have been acting suspicious. Suspicious. Yeah. There are hidden, invisible landmines throughout the school. Well, I think there's like magic booby traps. Todd steps on a booby trap. Real quick, though, before we talk about Todd. Did you like how it looked like she had like one of those like decoder things? She had like a a cereal box (laughs) decoder. And she's like, wait... 
landmine. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's terrible writing or amazing Todd writing. Todd steps on a landmine and he and explodes. He fucking like, explodes. Visibly, we watch it's like him a, It's like an episode of uh, The Boys. Like, he explodes. Yes, we watch him explode. And it's at that moment I'm like, oh, this is what the show is. Yeah, yes, yep. Um, and then real Todd comes after him, and then we realize something's afoot. Wait this a is when we realize there are two universes, real Todd, other you, you, Todd. You wish that when Todd blew up, Penny would have caught Todd's foot, and when he saw other Todd, he would have said, wait, something is so amiss. Um, Julia and Penny, Penny, um... They decide to follow Fog to see what he's up to. While yeah. that's happening, that's that's how we see Todd blow up. Is because they're following him. While that's happening, we also follow um, Elliot. Uh, no, we also follow Alice and oh, Alice and Hamish. Hamish to the the botany, the botanical garden, the greenhouse, and that's when greenhouse, and that's when they realize that the magical ward is blocking magical energy or something. No, I don't think it's I don't think it's that. It's that they there's a there's a box with a magical plant in it and the thing is you can't it probably is from f- fillery. Right. Um the plant shouldn't be able to grow under normal earth conditions. So they set up a box and the box measures normal earth conditions so that they can create an enclosed environment. But uh what's her name? Um um Alice. Uh, Chesty McWand girl. Uh, um yes yeah alice um she is the one that figures out that she can uh use the dials to figure out the current conditions of magic because it has like longitude latitude delineation altitude uh moon location all of those things that i didn't know you were such a fan of uh, pedagogy huh that's just study oh (laughs) that that we defined it earlier that just means to study uh well that was close. Um, this is the ending of this is that Fog is captured and put in what they call the clean room. Where he can't do magic. So that whole storyline wraps up. We realize the whole thing was a ruse. Um, the school was on lockdown for no reason. No, no, no. The school what, the school was on lockdown for a reason. Right. It has nothing to do with the fact that magic isn't working the way that it's supposed right, to right. go. The other storyline is that is happening concur- concurrently is that the king, the dark king, wants to invade the fairy. Well, he needs camp he, to get gold. Yeah, he needs gold to pay soldiers and craftsmen. Right. I guess that's pretty simple fantasy, and he he needs to get it from the fairies. Bick, uh, Bick, Bickwick, Bick, Bick, Tick, Pick, Bickwick, Bick, Bickwick, whatever the heck his name is. He's a. Uh, uh, he says, "Let's go genocide the Bick Pickwick." Yep. He says, "Let's go genocide the fairies and steal their gold." Elliot is like, "Dog, that's not how fairies work." They go look at the fairies. Uh, luckily, the fairies get tipped off by a talking rabbit with Margot and Rowan, so they can escape before that part is wild. It's that's bonkers. actually the part where Margot gives a foot bath. Yeah, that then that's the second thing that they say <laughs> happens. I will say that the casting is kind of perfect. Everyone played their part so well. Yeah. Similar to Game of Thrones, where like yes. the characters that you're supposed to hate, you hate them. Yeah, Bickwick, hate that guy. Yeah, it's a real Grima Wormtongue situation. The, per, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, the guy that plays Bickwick, hate him. I don't know who. What's what, who is this guy? It's not Tyson Ritter from the. Uh, it is Luke Calm- Camel- Calamari. Calamari. 
Camillary. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy's out here Luke acting. Camillary. Camillary. Great actor. He's actually really good. Great actor. I hate you. Uh, it's one of those. I'm sure it's one of those. Uh, oh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? The guy who plays the kid who play, plays uh, King Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, no one knows his name. Uh, no, I, I, I used to know his name for the longest time because one of my favorite things was the fact that people used to, like, aggressively come up to him on the stream and be like, hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> that's why he's, like, never acted again. Yeah, he gave up. Um, I think it's like, uh, oh, what the hell? I used to know it. So um, Margot d- is kind of the middleman between, um, well, because she, 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 she does a spell. Oh, it's, uh, it's Jack something. I, I mean, this is completely irrelevant. Just, it's just producer Josh is looking it up, and it doesn't bother so, me. Margot used to be a friend of the fairies, right? Rowan is kind of the go-between between humans and fairies, yeah. And Elliot is trying to win over the fairies' uh, trust. We find when they raid the fairy camp, they find Jack Gleason. There it is. I Jack didn't, Gleason. You didn't even have to look it up. I just remembered it, and we wasted time. <laughs> anyway, perfect. No, when they raid the fairy camp, um, they do find gold, right? And Bickwick then goes to the king and uses that to further his fairy genocide agenda. Yeah. Which is very we, obvious. We, I watched one episode and I was like, that dude's trying to murder every fairy person. And, and we I don't know if he thinks he's politically maneuvering or not, but it's very obvious. Well, Charlton sees that it was probably planted, and that's when he makes the shield reference. He's like, it's planted, like an episode of the shield. And I was like, yeah. what? You're like, wait, Charlton is just, Charlton's dressed like he's in 1600 English in England. And <laughs> but he's, he's seen the shield. Yeah. Um, He's a big Michael Chiklis fan. <laughs> was that Blue Bloods? No, no, that was the Shield. That was the Shield. Was shield. Yeah. Uh, I now all I can think of is mid '90s cop dramas. Yeah, there's so many. We got a, we got a real Chicago um, PD on our hands here. Fillory <laughs> PD. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, we see that he the king is. <laughs> <laughs> Bigwick turns to Elliot and is like, if we don't find gold, the king's going to be up my ass. <laughs> 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 uh, we see that Bickwick has planted the gold. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that he actually has these beetles? beetles. Magic beetles. That shit gold. They shit gold. And the the beetles were uh, of old wives' tale. No one knew that they were They're real. supposedly extinct, but we think it's because Bickwick's family has been hoarding them. So the, the end of this storyline is essentially... Charleston and Emo Elliot turn Bickwick in yeah. and say, it's all fake. He has shitting beetles that shit cold. Yep. They throw him in jail. Yeah. The ending of this episode has a very... It's a big twist. It's big on a, it, leaves twist. Us, it leaves us on a cliffhanger. Um, they go back to the fairies, and the fairies thank them for saving them and not having them killed. Yeah. And then they go, you need to see the truth. We... Cut to question. Yeah. Is this real time or is this a flashback? No, this is real time. The fairies show everyone the king. The king takes the gold. Dumps the gold. He dumps it on the ground. And then it melts into the ground and then raises the dead? No, so he does some magic, I'm assuming. He does it's magic. Like a, he, he does, does magic. magic. The king does magic. I'm assuming it's like a summoning spell. Right. And he summons what the, pre, what the previously on called the takers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. We don't know if they're dead or like whites or they. They come. We just know, or if they're demons, the or col- we know that they're bad things because they make moaning hisses. So, it turns out that Bickwick is bad. The king is also bad. Yeah, for different reasons. Right. Um, and that's how the episode ends. And that's the yeah. And then Which it ends I, with, I actually 
And that's then it actually, very, it actually thought it was ends, a really good ending. It ends with Todd's song again. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I was like, at first I was like, is this the actual ending of the song? And everybody's like, oh, no, no. This is just Todd singing a song. Todd sings a song. Um, Before we dive into our final thoughts, let's run through Bang yeah, well, Bang. Like producer Josh has something here. I just have one question, and I wasn't sure if you two would bring it up. Okay. When I was watching it, I felt weirded out when they were doing magic, and it was just silence. Like, there was no sound effects to it. Yeah. How did you feel? Wow. I didn't think about that until you mentioned it right now, because sometimes you hear, like, they do so, they do Naruto jutsu hand motions. It's a lot of uh, and then they, Doctor Strange. And, well, and then they whisper to themselves, probably okay. like an incantation. But you're right. There's, like, so, no... That's- very funny that you bring that up because as I was watching this, huh. any time that a spell was cast, I felt like there was something missing, but I couldn't quite yeah figure out what. And now that you mentioned that, that's exactly what's missing. Well, that like so there, the, when she makes so um, there's also very v- minimal visuals. Too. Alice, so well, so Alice makes it a plane. She makes a note fly, yeah. right? She makes a, a paper airplane fly without the wind. Mm-hmm. I guess normally I would expect some kind of like whoosh. So e- even like the the or maybe like a which sure or maybe like a shoosh a- any of those are acceptable. any of those would have worked yeah normally also when someone casts magic it's like green or orange and like you can see it and this was very minimal like wispy white yeah like there like was clear. no there was no light involved yeah there's usually like That's light in saw and in, light and sound yeah hey huh. great great observation yeah really good really that's why good. we have you yeah. um. Let's run through Bang Bang Dead bang, Dead Die. Bang Dead. Cool. Um we don't get too much banging, but right. I feel like there probably is a lot of banging. Yeah. I'm gonna hit There you is with no this. banging in this episode. I'm gonna hit you with this. I think Charlton and Elliot bang <laughs> at some <laughs> now point. Now that we know. I think probably Pen- I think Penny and Julia bang. Okay. Uh and that's I think Hamish th- my real question is, do Hamish and Alice bang because they set it up like there's he's, a little will they won't they. However, there's only six episodes left of the he's show. He's a new character, he's a new character, which is also an odd choice to make. Yeah, I will say one thing I really appreciated about this show was that several points in the episode they they say the person's name. Yeah, that was that was very. <laughs> they're nice. all, they're like, Alice. What do you think Julia is gonna say to uh, Elliot? Yeah, and then it would, and then Julia Julia would be like. Benny, how <laughs> could you say that? And I'm like, oh, perfect. Um, and then I'm like, wait, no, it's Penny. I don't. I think there is definitely some banging. We don't get any in this episode. Okay, but I agree. I agree with you. The Hamish and Alice, uh, will they? Won't they? I say yes because. Do you think it's like a latch? Do you think it's like a last ditch effort to get people interested in the show, knowing that this is the last? There's no way that they set it up when they don't. Yeah, Alice seems to be a very like st- stuck up like. Like, I don't know that I'm pretty because I'm just because concerned with my knowledge. Because I'm so good at math knowledge. and magic. You know? Yeah. One of those. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Hamish is like, the greatest <laughs> magic was, and then he takes her glasses off, and he's like, you all along. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets cold, so he puts his Letterman jacket over her. <laughs> um, pan, I, out, pan out on break, Bill, as little ditty about Jack and Ty. <laughs> uh, Pickwick dies. Okay, you think uh, so? The you think, king... You think, you think, does the, the king die? The dark king dies. He dies? Okay, I believe that. I think Pickwick dies. I would... Uh, I don't think Pickwick dies. I think... Um, I think I think Fen or Margot dies. Morpheus. No. No. Fog? 
Fog doesn't. No, if I was gonna say, there's no way Fog dies. I feel like if anybody, I think if Fog dies, too many people go. You killed Dumbledore. I I think of anyone that's gonna die, it would be either the King or Pickwick because they're think, they are the bad guys. I think the I could story's see, gonna wrap up with. The I bad could guys see dying. the King dying and Pickwick being reformed. I mean, maybe Elliot ends up being King. Pickwick ends up living among <laughs> the fairies. Like, I can see it. Um, well, let's let's wrap up our final thoughts about the show. Um, this is not at all what I was expecting. That being said, huh. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, I That's think fair. I was I think I was expecting a very kid friendly, happy hearted TV seven TV fourteen. Oh, okay, magicians yeah. type show. Yeah, and then there's f bombs and blood and sex and gore Someone and blows it's up and very dark. Yeah. Um, I will say that. The things that happen are all interesting, but I feel like, again, this show, this episode doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah. Now, knowing that season five is the end could be a mistake and that it really ended in season four. Yeah. This is all out of context. Yes, Josh. I just have a quick question for you, Bell, before sure. you give your rating. Yeah. As someone who is a magician themselves. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did you feel? Uh, with your you fandom like on this show. Do you feel like they accurately portrayed magic? Um, also bummed out you haven't done any tricks. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. This I was entire actually, show. Honestly, I was going to bring a deck of cards and then just like as you were talking, just fan them out. <laughs> and then I fucking forgot the cards. Uh, anyway. Um, could you imagine if the Dark King like dumped out the gold <laughs> and he was like, hush, 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 and then he just starts doing the like cards out of the mouth. <laughs> squirts a flower. He a flower on it. Um. Obviously, the this takers is, climb uh, this out is of the more, dirt and they pull the <laughs> This is more fantastical. Oh. This is more, you know, oh, like fantasy based. I'm yeah. a, I'm a fan of uh, sleight of hand. Uh, yeah, m- all my tattoos are. You needed magic you needed tattoos. more. Now you see me, and you got yeah, yeah. more of the magicians. Um, I didn't hate it. I just think that there was nothing there in this show for me to be like, I want to know more. Yeah, so you weren't super invested, but you also didn't actively I didn't ha- hate it. I didn't it. hate it. Didn't Honestly, actively. like, given what the show was about, given the things that happened, yeah. all of the acting was actually very good. I, like, thought, I thought the acting was great. There yeah. wasn't a single cringe moment. There wasn't a single character where I was, no. like, eye-rolling. That all being said, this is, like, just above a five. I'll, I'll give it a oh. straight five and a half. Interesting. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Interesting. So, pretty, pretty low for, so for me. you and I usually are pretty disparate on our ratings. Yeah. But we've been surprisingly consistent over the last like four episodes. Yeah. This one, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it first and then I'm gonna explain it. Sure. This one, I was gonna give it a six. Yeah. I was gonna give it I, a I six. Was around there. I was gonna give it a six specifically because if you if this show were just on and mm-hmm. I just happened to watch it, I would find nothing offensive enough about it to turn it off. Like the right, writing right. was good enough that it's like I would just view it. it. The the acting is good. So nothing about it was offensive enough to want to turn it off. Even for someone who likes the fantasy genre, it wasn't engaging enough for me to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. How do they get there? The only thing I have about this show that really kind of intrigues me is I wonder if season five super sucks and seasons one through four are actually like, I feel like it might be one of those things where seasons one through three are really good. Yeah. Season four where it outpaces the books is like kind of not great. And then they kill off the main character maybe. Which is crazy. Right. And then season five 
sucks. If that's the case, I feel like season one through three might be up my alley. And like, if I watched season one through three, I would rate this higher. But only having seen season five and trying to guess off of what I'm going with, I really feel no like desire I, to watch. How, that's how I feel. Any of this, even if seasons one through three are super good. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a solid six. That's a respectable score. I yeah. mean, I I'm only slightly below that. Um, yeah, I. I agree with you I feel I'm also like, not a big I'm not I, like if this were just if this were just fantasy yeah. and not young adult I'd it's, probably it's, like it more it's not for us no. um, that was our review of the sci-fi original The Magicians uh, producer Josh is going to reach in no, the hat I'm going to drop it down to a 5.5 because I just remembered they spell it S-Y-F-Y <laughs> he's not going to adjust the score uh, producer Josh is going to dig into the hat to see what we are watching next week. Um, as always, if you want, find us on the internet. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Wait, let's do this right now. At let's do this right now. YNST Podcast. Let's do this right now. If you're listening, if you're listening, we'll wait. Go ahead. Go on the internet. Yeah. Go to the YouTubes. Search You've Never Seen That Podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Like the channel. Like uh, tell, the episodes. Tell a friend. Um, give, us, give it a chance. Watch one episode. Because some of the shit that producer Josh pulls <laughs> off in the vis- in the visuals <laughs> is too good, and and um, there's not a, there will never be enough people seeing it. Right. Uh, follow us also on Instagram and Facebook. We post little blurbs and little snippets of what we're up to here and there. And I um, believe that the the we had some really good outtakes before the really good stuff <laughs> coming up, people. Um, Hopefully we get that into. We do some polls asking our fans what we think uh, you what you think we should be watching. Um, leave some comments. Let us know what we're doing wrong and what we got right. I want more people to yell at us in the comments because we had a mutual friend. Like he called me out in the comments, but it was just a text between him and I, yeah. and it was great. I loved it. Uh, that all being said, what are we watching next week? Next show we are watching is going to be the Strain. Oh, more sci-fi. More sci-fi. The Wait, strange. sci-fi as in science fiction or this is on the sci-fi channel? FX. It's an FX show. Okay. Uh, I like how what? I'm watching your computer as if I don't have my own right in front of me. <laughs> what is uh what what episode? We're doing season How many seasons are there? Oh, I'm looking at five, five, I thought five you were looking at five, <laughs> five seasons we're watching season 5. <laughs> Uh yeah, roll the dice. Two. Okay. Okay. Season two of the strain. There are. Oh, there's a lot of episodes. Oh boy. Uh, thirteen. Let's see. Oh. Eleven. Episode Towards eleven. Uh, season two, episode eleven is titled "Dead End." Gus helps the Guptas get across the border. Fett, Nora, and F. Those are fake names. Fake names. Uh, look all over the city for Dutch. Also a fake also name. Also a fake name, yeah. Who's in a life or death struggle with Eichhorst. Also a fake name. <laughs> Setrakian. Okay. Meets a familiar face while searching for the Osidio Lumen. <laughs> Osidio Lumen? Yeah, wow. Just a bunch of made-up names. This aired uh, September 20th, 2015, so. Um, if you are a fan of The Strain or know someone who is, make sure you let them know. Check back with us next episode. We are watching Season 2, Episode 11 of The Strain. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye, guys. You never see-